Today we found out who was your first TV celebrity crush. Oh, yeah. We learned a lot about each other. Everybody this morning. Yeah, maybe a little <laughs> bit too much for some. <laughs> uh, we also, oh, man, we had an amazing story about a girl who saved a woman who was trapped in a wheelchair. Yeah. We had that, and uh, what else did we do? You're Maybe it's just me. I'm surprised you don't know anything about it. Oh, yeah, you that's forgot right. about it. It was so good, I already forgot about it. Yeah, it was unbelievable. You know, I. It, uh, all yeah. right, all right. Let the people judge for themselves. <laughs> You'll hear it all right now in the podcast. The Kelly Jordan Show. So I was sitting there watching Saved by the Bell with my son yesterday. And I was telling him about Tiffany Amber Thiessen, a.k.a. Kelly Kapowski on the show. Yeah, teaching him, the, teaching him the ropes. And I was like, Vincent, that was my first true TV crush. Like, I just like... Like, to wear, like, say I had friends who had sisters or whatever, and if they had, like, Teen Bot magazine and she was in there, yeah, I'd be looking through it just like, oh, my God, she's the one. She's. She, Did you have a chance? Did you ever meet her? No, never met her. No, but even in her 50s now, she's in her, she turned 50 the other day. Yeah, like a couple weeks ago. And Tiffany Amber Thiessen is just still just drop-dead gorgeous, man. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday, and we looked up. We're like, how old is Tip- Tiffany Amber? She still looks 25. I know. Just That's a good skincare regimen right there, Her man. and Jennifer Aniston have it figured. It'll do wonders for you. But I would say, and so that's what I want to know today. Your first TV crush, 320-656-9453. There might have been other ones in there. Like, I was like, I'm kind of the same age as DJ Tanner on Full House, so I'm trying to think if I had a crush on her back in the day. But she was too wholesome. You yeah, know? Oh, you weren't because you were from them streets in Minneapolis? I, I was. I was living in the streets, so... But but I, I couldn't think of any other ones. Do you have one that you remember as like, oh, that was my first TV crush? If you grew up in the 90s... You know exactly. The pink Power Ranger on the original Kimberly. That was the ideal. I, I, I never watched the Power Rangers. I think you were also 20 when by the time they came out. I wasn't 20 in the 90s. I don't know how old you were. Maybe 15, 20-ish. <laughs> Got me some slack. Look, 20? I don't know. <laughs> I guess maybe in the late 90s I was. See, but I anyway, you. anyway. But I was dude, the pink Power Ranger was... The crush of all crushes. And that was a popular one? Oh, yeah. That, and then somebody else texted in. I saw Topanga from Boy Meets World. Oh, yeah, that was Brian from Grand Forks texted that one in. Those two were up there for me. This one I remember. Kelsey texted this one in Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I remember him being on the cover of every teen magazine back in the day. Like I remember every single girl having a mad crush on him. And then he just fell off the earth. Right. He was on an episode of uh, Last Man Standing. The uh, the Tim Allen show yep. that was on, and he looked he just looked old. I was like, what happened to him? Yeah, like he was kind of chubby and old. It's and- like he went through puberty at twenty five, and then was like, yeah. all right, I'm done. I'm done with this acting thing. But uh, let's see, Crystal texted in Bo Duke. That was her friend. You can understand that. There's a few Bo Dukes from back for uh, Bo and Luke Duke texted in by Lisa, uh, Kevin James. That's hey, all. That, they each know, their own. You know what though? My wife has a crush on Kevin James. Why? I, just because he's so funny. Got the, and, got and the like charm. Yeah, he's funny, likable, you know, kind of his his chubbiness doesn't seem to get in the way too often. If we were to call her, would she say uh, Pitbull is one of her top? Nah, she'd probably say Kevin James <laughs> if we call her. I think she's always thinking about him. Uh, all right, so 320-656-9453 is the phone number. Alicia says that, uh, again, for her, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was a huge one. Was a huge crush back. A in the lot day. of people saying that. Yeah. Uh, well, oops. Uh, I got someone on hold here. What was yours? Are you? Did you have a TV crush? Still do. The Rock. The Rock. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you see him at the uh, Daytona 500 the other day? I did not. Oh, you missed I'll have out. To Google it now. 
And you claim, yeah, you claim to have a crush on him. Come on. No. <laughs> Thank you so much for the phone call this morning. All right, let's keep the calls and keep the text going. The Kelly Jordan Show. Your TV crush. 320-656-9453. We got a surprising amount of people chiming in on this one. I don't feel so bad now about having that crush on Tiffany Amber <laughs> Thiessen. You shouldn't. You should never feel bad about that. What's up? Calling about my, or my first uh, celebrity crush. Yes, your first TV crush. Who was it? Well, it wasn't TV, but it just really stuck in my mind was Devin Sawa from uh, Casper. Devin Sawa from it. Casper. Boy, I am lost on this one. I looked at, Okay, I the looked movie. him up. He's also... Have you seen uh, what's Final Destination? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Have oh, you, okay. I can understand that. Well, at the end of the movie, when he turns from a cartoon into a human and he looks at uh, Christina Ricci's character and says, Can I keep you? Aww. I mean, come on. <laughs> now, how old were you when that came out? Oh, geez. I don't even know. I was born in 80, so whatever that is, okay. whatever math that is. So you were a youngster, an impressionable yeah. youngster. I remember him yeah. as Junior Floyd from the movie Little Giants, one of the greatest movies of all time. God, I'm lost oh, on all yeah. of these. Did you watch anything growing up? <laughs> I'm lost on all of these. <laughs> but thank you for the call. Yeah, have a great day. You too. Kelly Jordan Show, hello. Hi, hey. Randolph Mantooth <laughs> from Emergency. Wait, who? Say that one more time. <laughs> Randolph Mantooth from Emergency. Randolph Mantooth. That's his real name? Or is that his name on the show? No, it's his real name. Oh, okay. This is, that's played, an older show. Okay. Johnny, he played Johnny Gage on Emergency. Okay. That's an older show, right? Yes, it is. Okay. So I guess it's showing my age. That's all right. Hey, we accept but, all here. That and guy's now, got the coolest name. Another one after that would be Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo. I can understand that. Wasn't he Hercules or whatever? Yes. Yeah, ah, there it is. Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. the, yeah. the It doesn't ring a bell. A little younger me. A little younger me for you. <laughs> Thank you so much for the call. 320-656-9453 is the phone number. Another popular one that's coming in is Ashton Kutcher. Oh, yeah. A lot of people texting like uh, Anna texting, Ashton Kutcher, I'm a, I'm a late 90s kid. That 70s show, Ashton Kutcher, everybody loved him. Yeah, he had a cool personality. Mm-hmm. Zach Efron is another popular one that's been going through. Chad Michael Murray. Look at this one from a 218 area code. Didn't give me a name or anything, but MacGyver. Oh, Lori. Lori is her name. Fun fact, MacGyver went to my high school. No way, really? I w- yeah. He Wait, went to- where did you go to high school? Roseville area high school. So Roseville in Minnesota. He's Roseville, Minnesota. He's from Roseville. Went to my I, I don't know if it was Ramsey at the time or Roseville, but he was there. Lonnie Anderson and then Brian no Riley. No way. Yeah, top three top three celebrities to ever go and through Roseville. Brian Riley. And Brian Riley. All three went to that high school. Another fun fact, Kevin Sorbo from Minnesota. Yep, Mound. I saw that too. Unbelievable, man. We're a famous state. We pretty yeah. much have it all in the bag. 100%. Uh, Dylan McKay from 90210, a.k.a. Luke Perry, is another one on here. Sam Elliott, Monica texted in. Oh, oh the got, It's the mustache. The mustache yeah. gets him. And just talking like, like <laughs> beef, it's what's for dinner. What? That's a terrible imitation <laughs> of Sam Elliott. I apologize to Sam Elliott and his family for that you, one. You should. Xena, the warrior princess from the 90s. Richard texted oh, in that one. KT, I love this one. Alex P. Keaton. <laughs> That's a throwback right there. You don't, you don't even know what that is? I don't know what that means. That's Michael J. Fox on Family Ties. Oh! Alex yeah, I've never P. Seen it. Keaton. Now, that's a nice throwback. I know him as Marty McFly. Right. Well, that same thing. Okay. As long as it's the same guy, we're on the same page. Blanche from Golden Girls. 
Eric texted that one in. Hey, hey is that making fun of me? Because I brought up one time how... <laughs> Now listen, I was a I was a pubescent young man when the Golden Girls was on TV, and those were some sexually charged older women. <laughs> and, I'm and just a, saying, and dude, there's a young Kelly Jordan at the seams. Like Blanche was just like she had a lot to say. Did you tell your mom this that you had a big crush on Blanche growing up? <laughs> that's not so, that's only something you say on the radio. That's not something you admit to your family. You've been holding it in for all these years. Three two zero six five six nine four five three. What's up? Um, this is gonna date me, but I really like the guy who was Jamie Summers, the bionic bionic woman. Her boss, I guess. Okay. I can't remember what his name was, but he was super cute. And I think it was like like seven years old or something or six years old. And I walked to the TV and I kissed the TV when he was on, <laughs> when he was on the screen. Oh, was it Lee Majors? No, not Lee Majors. It was, um, oh, God. Because he was the, the million-dollar man or six-million-dollar man. Right, but it was okay. Jamie, it was, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what you've said. I'm looking up Bionic Woman. Okay, was he Dr. Rudy Wells? Yeah, he was like the younger guy um, with like really good hair. <laughs> oh, okay. I think, <laughs> then I might know who you're talking about. Hold on. I think I saw him here on the thing. Yeah, you know this, Kelly. Thanks. Was his name Richard Anderson on the show? Probably, yeah. Because <laughs> that's like who good I... hair, like cute white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's who I'm, that's who I'm seeing is the only young person. Otherwise, you ha- if it's anybody else on the show, you had a thing for really much older men. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. This whole conversation, I have no idea what's happened in any part of it. This is even a little bit before my time. <laughs> and I'm old, and this is before my time. <laughs> oh, my. No, I'm, I'm like, way older than you guys probably. <laughs> the Kelly Jordan Show. My wife took me to a movie so bad last night that I was actually upset with her leaving the movie theater. I got that story coming up for you in just a minute. But we're actually running a little bit late. I didn't know it took us so long to do your uh, first TV crush. But, man, look at these texts that are coming in. Brian Riley. So many good ones rolling through. I mean, Adrian Barbo, Katie Jackson, another one. Uh, Becca said that she's upset her husband. Nobody said Daisy Duke. Oh, Daisy Duke, yeah. I mean, that goes without saying. Jessica Simpson, Daisy Duke, and my my time of day. Whew, yeah. You know, here's another one for you that I didn't realize she was attractive. Some of these people I didn't realize they were attractive until I got older, but uh, the first TV Wonder Woman, Linda Carter. Oh, yeah. Man, she was drop-dead drop gorgeous. She used to do, like, Maybelline commercials also, I think. Oh, yeah. Just 100% drop-dead gorgeous. But uh, we got someone sitting on hold wants to br- chime in on one, too. And then we'll move on to something else. We're just running a little bit late on time here. What was yours? Hi. Hi. I was just calling in about the TV crush. Yeah, what do you got? So I've been hearing a bunch of, like, 90s and 80s, but I'm a thousand kid. So I'm going to say the Sprouse Twins from... Disney's Sweet Life and Zach and Cody. <laughs> All right. What were, what are their names? Dylan and Cole uh, Sprouse. Kelly, get with the times. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry about the year I was born that <laughs> I don't know all these things. I wish my parents would have humped a little later. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Yeah. And then my movie crush is Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> oh yeah. Whose isn't? Right. Now, you can go, if you were a little bit older, you could go all the way back to uh, Growing Pains, where he got his start, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that show before. Yeah. Classic television. 
time to focus on the good news with Happy Hour. It makes me happy. <laughs> this is an amazing story, dude. This sounds like something out of like an action thriller movie or something. So Lily was on her way to meet up with some friends, and she noticed there was an old woman in a wheelchair struggling to navigate some railroad tracks. Okay. So Lily didn't think anything of it. She thought the woman was just crossing over the railroad tracks, but then realized as she looked closer, the woman's wheelchair was stuck in the tracks. Now that alone, she thought, all right, I'm going to go over there and help this woman. But she then realized that a train was coming down the tracks. Oh, boy. Like something right out of a movie. And she thought, she said that at that moment, she almost got tunnel vision and couldn't see anything else and just knew she had to go help this woman who was stranded on the railroad tracks. So what does she do? Exactly that. She runs over there, and here's what happens in her own words. Step back up in a struggle, and we fell again. And then at that point, we had, like, no time left. So I just kind of grabbed her by her her shoulder and her jacket, and I was just pulling. And I was like, we can't sit here. And then we finally got it, and then the train come, and it hit her feet, and we spun, and... So she grabbed this woman. The train conductor is blowing on the horn, right? Right. They see this happening, and they interviewed the train conductor later. He said, another three seconds, and that woman would have been hit by a train. Oh, my gosh. Three seconds. And I don't, I don't know if you could understand from that clip, but the, older, the old woman, as she grabbed her up out of the wheelchair, actually, her legs did get hit by the train. Like, that's how close it was. Really? Yeah. And Lily said it was almost a near-death experience. Like, she, she, <laughs> she said she was so filled with adrenaline afterwards, she started vomiting. She was like, I couldn't, she was like, every emotion in my head was going crazy at that moment. Because not only did this old woman just die, I almost just died. The old woman didn't die, though. No, the old woman is fine. The train did hit her in the ankles. Yeah. It broke her ankles, but she's in the hospital and she's recovering. I'd take broken ankles over being dead any yeah. day of the week. Yeah, if, you, if you're putting it on the scale. Unbelievable. Hoo-wee, Lily. That is just an amazing story right there. And I don't know, man. I'll tell you, an 18-year-old doing something amazing for an elderly person like that, I, that gives me hope for the future, man. Yeah, and they always say, like, when you're in that type, the adrenaline, you get this superhuman strength. So she yeah. probably could have picked her up one-handed and right. pulled her away. And all That's insane. Unbelievable, man. Gives me hope for the future, my brother. Heck yeah. That's why we do these stories every single day. Because if we don't talk about it, no one's going to talk about it. And then you're going to think the world is a much darker place than what it really is. Mm-hmm. It's every Every single day, and it's all thanks to audio video extremes. It's a little something we like to call happy hour. It's time now for the small town salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Beulah, North Dakota, population 3,100. And if you're ever in Beulah, take a tour of the Garrison Dam. Built between 1947 and 1955, it has created Lake Sakakawi, the third largest reservoir in the United States. You may catch Mayor Sean Cheatley out there water skiing in the summertime. And that's why Beulah, North Dakota, you get today's small town salute. The Kelly Jordan Show. I think I was passed up because I'm in the military. That's what we have up today in the HR files as we are joined by Brian Zenzen. Now, Zenzen, we should preface this by saying you are in the National Guard. Yes. Um, and I think that's why this person reached oh, out to you okay, hey, because man. they feel like they were passed up for a job because they're also in the National Guard. You might even know this person. Maybe. Don't you guys all know each other? Uh, that's what people think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, There's I like 7,000 of you. Uh, There's 10,000 in the, in the Guard, I think, with the Air Guard. But yeah, you know yeah, Bob? You might know. Just a, it's like a high school. Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep his name out of it. But anyway, he says that he went to a job job interview for a job he was more than qualified for and knows that he nailed the interview. 
The interview vibe changed, however, when he brought up that he was in the National Guard. He knows that he has all the skills. He knows that he nailed the interview. He thinks that maybe he was passed up for this job because he's in the National Guard. Mm -hmm. Is that legal? You would have to prove that that's like the sole reason, and that's hard, right? Would never be able to, right? Yeah, I mean, like short of asking, like if they flat out said, I didn't hire you because you're in the National Guard. Yeah. There could be some reasons why it would be legal. To not like so I thought a company just couldn't even say that. So like when I deploy, when I'm deploying here, not getting deported, deploy. Right. When they deport um, you finally. Yeah. Thank you for the clarification. So, so when I deploy, uh Leighton has to protect they protect my job. I have to come back to the same or a very similar job. Like you can't lose if you have an office, you can't lose your office. You can't <laughs> That'd be lose hilarious. Your I mean you say this. We turned it into storage. <laughs> I, I worked for I worked for a general officer. This is years ago. He worked at a major retail company. He worked at the headquarters. Yeah. He came back. Somebody was sitting in his office. <laughs> we turned it into a gym. <laughs> like, yeah, well, well, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't know when you were coming back. And so, like, he, like, he was, like, on the ground level of, like, starting their military program. In specifically, when I've gone up in job interviews, I have to do, like, a good job with education. Yeah. To say, yeah, I'm not going to be gone six months out of the year every year yes there is a possibility of deployment i've been here for eight years this is my first deployment here grant i've been off gone i was gonna say in the time that i've been here coming up god i've been here coming up on seven years and and i don't feel like you've been gone that much Uh, a couple months here and there again that two weeks thing is a little stretch now when they when they deport you this time yeah yeah yeah. do they does leighton pay you your full and maybe you don't want to disclose this i'm asking too much here but no they don't know they don't have to okay you know they don't have to continue pay benefits but uh, due to the nature of my job, like I volunteered to stay on. It, it stinks, I think, that this person um, didn't get the job. I know for a fact one time that I did not get a job because I'm white. And I don't want to start any. <laughs> I don't want, keep your hateful tags. It was I applied at a company, and I'm not going to give their name, but they're a radio company who is not necessarily no, they They tend to focus on hiring minorities. Mm-hmm. All right? Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. And they said to me in an email, I could have so sued them for this, but it's radio. You don't, you don't ever want to burn any kind of bridge. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we don't think our employees would treat you correctly because we're mostly in the business of hiring minorities. You could own you could own that station with the FCC. I could have, right? That's a but I but but then I never would have worked in radio again because they would have been like, well, don't hire that guy because yeah, but yeah, you would have made enough money where you never have to work that's again. That's true. I, I should have. I probably still have it in my Gmail somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> send it off now. See how that works out for you. Kelly. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little behind the curve, Brian. You've ever have you ever lost a job and they told you why? Uh, oh, you didn't get a job and they told you why? I failed one job interview and I'm a hundred percent positive it's because I was too honest in my job interview. <laughs> so like it was to help out at a senior living center. Oh boy. And this was when I was in college and I was broke. So I was yeah. gonna take any job. And they ask you all of the same questions. One of them was like, Have you ever cut corners? I can remember this vividly. They're like, Have you ever cut corners? Obviously the correct answer is no. no never cut corners. Never. But me being the idiot that I am, I was like, oh, yeah, all the time. One time when I was delivering furniture, I just screwed a couple things into it. Same place. And the lady goes, really? I go, oh, yeah, all the time I cut corners. And I never heard back from them again. Yeah, and one of the guys that fell out of his chairs ended up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Help him out. <laughs> but you're saying this guy probably can't do much because he doesn't really have proof. It's unfortunate if that is the true reason, but... Brian Zenzen, I'm glad we rolled the dice on you as yeah. a company. Hey, I'm glad, too. I mean, I'm, look so, at I'm shocked he has a job. <laughs> Me, too. <Yeah. laughs> 
Well, we'll get to the bottom of another one of these next week when we are joined by our human resource guy, Brian Zenzen, in the HR file. The Kelly Jordan Show. Have you ever seen a movie so bad that you wanted to get up and walk out right in the middle of it? Now, I've never actually walked out of a movie theater. Have you, Brian Riley? No. Never. Like I, Because to me, I'm like, all right, this movie sucks, but I'm going to ride it out anyway. I paid for it. I'll see how it ends. Yeah. I got nothing else going on today. I still got some popcorn left. Yep. Yesterday, we were looking for something to do because my kids were out of school, and we wanted to go see a movie. Now, it's hard to go see a movie these days because there are no movies. True. There's nothing good out anywhere. But my wife does some research and says, hey, what about this movie, Lisa Frankenstein? You didn't. Which I was like, I've never even heard of this movie, Lisa Frankenstein. But I thought, it's a, it's a Tuesday, it's a matinee. They had to buy a soda, get a free popcorn, and all. If there's popcorn, I'm always showing up. I love my. Oh, popcorn. I thought you were gonna say if there's a deal, I'll be there. No, I'm just saying if if there's popcorn in the picture, I'm showing up. So okay. I was like, all right, fine, and plus it'll get us out of the house for two, three hours. Sure. We go to the movie, and it. So okay, a couple cool things. It's and I'm talking about a movie that no one's gonna see. This is terrible radio right now. But, <laughs> but it took place in like the 80s, and they did a really funny job of of depicting the 80s. Okay, but they were using like modern modern slang, which I thought was kind of weird. But it's about a girl. She's kind of a goth girl, and she loves hanging out at the cemetery. There's a bolt of lightning, and this Frankenstein character comes back to life. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. Now he needs a new ear, a new hand, and a new. Okay, no, hey. Shavatsha. Yeah, yeah. So he ends up murdering these people and taking their body parts, and this girl sews them onto him and then puts them in a in a tanning bed and he gets electrocuted, and that's what like that's what like makes it so he can use the hand or use the ear or the Shavanska. What? Dude, this is what I'm saying. And here I my wife normally does research on movies and is like, all right, there's this, this, and this. We probably shouldn't bring the kids to it. Not that my kids don't know about this kind of stuff. They're fourteen and twelve. Yeah. They know what's going on in the world. But I don't like sitting and watching explicit content with my children in the same room and then condoning it and bringing them to it. I can only imagine how awkward that movie had to have been with you sitting there I with was them. mad, dude. I, I, I so rarely get mad at my wife, and I was mad yesterday. I was like, what is this smut that you brought our family to that we're watching right here? She was like, are you actually mad? I was like, yeah, I don't like watching these kind of movies with the kids. This is disgusting. You should have went straight to church afterwards. There's a part at the end of the movie because he wants to he wants to be intimate with this girl that brought him back to life. Oh Dude, you see where I'm going oh with God. this? And I'm this ain't my kind of movie. All right, so I just looked it up. By the way, Cole Sprouse, the we had the caller that just had Dylan and Cole. Oh, had a crush on uh, Cole. He's in the movie. He was the zombie. Oh, okay. Frankenstein or whatever the thing is. Well, it ha- it had some pretty big actors in it. I think Jean, uh Jenna Davis, isn't she in like High School Musical or something like that? No, I've never heard of her. Oh. <laughs> never heard of her. So Cole Sprouse was the only big actor. Yeah. It, it was just, it was the most disgusting movie I had ever seen. And I was like mad at my wife when we walked out of the theater. I was like, thank God that was a matinee. So you want to go see it again after this? That movie wasn't even in the top five you know, over the weekend. It may, it cost them 13 million to make. They grossed eight. Okay. So well, we call that a win in the business. They did eight million and twenty because we bought four tickets for it <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that no one else does. We mean absolutely no one. It's time for maybe it's just me. So if you have a computer and you're having a glitch in the software or the hardware, they always say your computer has a bug in it, right? Yep. Why do they say that? Well, the very first computer, the Mark II, back in the day, 
used to run off something called vacuum tubes. Now, I have no idea how vacuum tubes work. I know they kind of look like an Edison light bulb, kind of. But as far as what they do, no clue. Okay. And we don't use them anymore anyway. But you see them in like old radios, old televisions and stuff like that. Anyway, so they couldn't figure out what the heck was going on with the Mark II. They were having all these glitches and all these problems with the programs. They thought we checked everything. We checked every connection. We checked all we had here. Why is the Mark II not working? That is when they found a moth was trapped in one of the vacuum tubes. Unbelievable. So they replaced that vacuum tube. And ipso facto, it worked at, from that point on. I can't believe it worked afterwards. Right. But amazingly enough, the reason why now we call it a bug is because they found an actual bug in the computer at the time, and they just held on to it after that. Look, my mind is blown. Can you imagine how hard it was to get that first computer to work? You know, without any of the tech... Because we don't... I, I mean, we don't know how a computer works now. I mean, wasn't that back when the computer was a whole wall yeah. of just everything and the screen was about the size of a Game Boy? Yeah. Just, it was tiny. There's nothing I love more than seeing old, like, even personal computer commercials from, like, Radio Shack and stuff from the 80s. Yeah. You know, when a computer was, like, five grand. My brother, when he was in sixth grade, got a computer. And I was like, he was like, yeah, Brian, I'm getting a computer. And I was like, yeah. what? The great brings it home. And it is this old thing. And the floppy di- it was like a floppy disk, yeah. not even the, the right. a piece of paper one yeah. that went in there. And we played this weird Atari-style game on it. We were so high-tech in sixth grade. It was I bet the- you loved it, though. Oh, yeah. And then afterwards, re- and then we printed off words, and it had the the, the serrated edges or whatever. Where oh, yeah. It printed yeah, off like, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. It took yeah. six years to write happy birthday the on old, a sheet of paper. The old dot matrix printer. Yeah, that thing was insane. I had I remember the first like computer that I bought for myself was in 1995, and it was a compact computer. And I bet that thing didn't even have a gig of storage on it. I probably bet it was, not. It was probably like 500 megabytes or something, if that even. Man, the good old days with the computer. Like remember when it was probably about the 2000s when LimeWire came out. Yeah. And LimeWire was the one where you could download all the songs you wanted, your movies. You get, get some lot, bugs. You get a lot of bugs. <laughs> you get a lot of viruses. <laughs> But you got all, everything that you wanted out. Yeah, boy, that, it's just crazy to think back to the old days of computing. I think I, I think I spent like three grand on that computer too. That's I think I put it on my my Discover card or something like that. Still, one of the best laptops was the all white MacBook. Oh yeah, I had that when I was in college. It had everything that I needed. It ran fast. And then somebody stole it from my car, unfortunately. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. You can't. You didn't grow up in the streets. You don't know not to leave expensive Yeah, yeah, you got to lock your car doors. That's what I've learned. Well, either, if you, I mean, you maybe didn't find this one interesting. I found it super interesting that the reason we call it a bug is because it was actually a bug. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I was, I'm at the edge of my seat. <laughs> I could tell. Yeah. I thought we got a text coming in saying how good this one was, but we did not. Were you just sitting there waiting for somebody to no, text in? I, I read a text and I thought it was a good text about this segment, but it wasn't. So we shall move on. Dang. Riley. If anyone wants to text in to boost Kelly's ego, just no, do no, it right no, no, now. No, no, no. I don't need it. I don't need it. You know, here's why I don't need it, because I don't care if anybody else finds these interesting. Yeah. It's all about me finding it interesting. This is narrow casting, and I love it, because I don't mind looking you in the face and saying something. Sometimes that <laughs> uh, maybe it's a 